This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 tiles to choose from, and they're available on multiple portable devices, including your iPhone and Android phones. If you're looking for something to listen to while you're waiting for that bi-weekly release of the four orbs, check out Audible. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash four orbs. Last time on the Four Orbs. Finch, you step out of the darkness and into the chapel where you see your companions resting. <laughs> hey, hey guys, what's going on? What happened? How long have you been waiting here? For a while. You were gone for 10 hours. 10 hours? Give or take. You're serious? Yes, I'm serious. We've been waiting this whole time. All right. So you hit him. Uh, it doesn't make him fall apart, but he like it staggers him in the wind still. And you can see that he kind of turns towards Astro, like trying to figure out where this wind is coming from and just staying in the wind that long. He just flies against the wall and crumbles. And then two more enter into the wind, which I had already rolled. And they also crumble and no more skeletons. Yay. Cool. The five of you stand over the disassembled bones of the skeletons you baited into a room where you defeated them. Huh. Kath, you clumsy idiot! You fell on me! It's not my fault. It's the skeleton pushed me down. Whatever. It was a strong skeleton. Center your weight next time. It wasn't that strong. It was pretty windy in here, though. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, good job, Astra. I'm just here to help. So, uh, I mean, what do we do now? I guess we keep exploring, right? Or Of course. Yeah, we're looking for your key. Yeah. And perhaps another one of these portals. Yeah. You, is it going to look like a like a key or do you know? Do you know what it looks like? Well, is there a picture? Yes, you did have a picture that you got in the, temp, the Temple the of scriptorium. Shadow, the Scriptorium of Shadow. Yes. Um, it was like a draft that you... Did you tear the page out? No. No, no I really wanted to. You really tried to take that. I'd, but it was just a like... Almost like a crystal shard dagger, basically. Okay. Uh, did, well, I mean, it looks like a key of Kilnar. You know, it's like a crystal. So, a crystallized key of uh, some sort. Sure. Okay, okay. I just want to be on the lookout, you know I mean? That's, you know, just looking around, want to know what I'm looking for. Do I know what color it is? It's green. Okay. Hey, I'm pretty sure it's green. I mean, her vision showed green crystals. Okay, that Astra help. would know. That helps. That's good. Yes, they were green. I want to take out my potion of jumping and drink it. You drink it. Cool. What was that? I found this. Well, what is it? What it's you- a potion. And you're just going to drink it? What is it? Let's find out. 
I'm going to jump. Just straight up into the air? Yeah. <laughs> you about to hurt your head, boy. <laughs> After drinking it, you do feel a little like a little lighter. Like your your weight has gone down a little bit is how you feel anyways. And you jump straight into the air, but you don't feel like you can jump any higher. Did he jump any higher? No. Mm. So that's it? I guess so. I guess that was cool. Cool tricks, cool tricks. Okay. All right. Um, so you step out into the hallway, I'm assuming? I'm going to push past them into the hallway. Okay. Follow me. Do you go straight or do you go right? Straight. Do you know where in, you're... in the direction of that arrow okay. that I drew on right. the board last time. Yeah. Um, he starts walking straight down the corridor where the skeletons came from. I'll follow. Doris, do you know where you're going? <laughs> of course not. Just well, slow, slow down. We need to. We need caution here. I'm gonna make a right at that first or the uh, second thing there. Okay. When you pass the first corridor on your right. You do see that it is a hallway that goes down about 50-ish feet. On the right side, there's a door about halfway. At the end, it's a dead end that goes left. Just continue on. It's not a dead end. It goes left. Whatever, Dorothy. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, you were talking to Ryan you just then. And whenever you get to the second hallway, you look to the right. And it's about a 20-foot-length hallway that opens up to a big room. What, from, is, what is that thing? From where you're... The thing I drew? Yeah. I'm getting to it. Okay. From where you're standing in the hallway before walking into that room, you do see that there's a giant pit of darkness in the center of the room. I'm going to back away from it. Okay. So you're just going to stay in that hallway or you're going to back away from like that vi like visible area? That visible. I'm not fucking with the darkness. So you're going to start walking back to the group then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doroth looks down the hallway and then starts walking back to you guys. That's all you, fam. What? what? Uh -oh, just, I guess I'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll look down that peek hallway. Over, over him as he walks towards us. Okay. Over him. <laughs> so you, you look down the hallway that he stopped at and then turned back to you. And you see that it opens up to a big room. And in the center of the room, you can see just the edge of a pit that might have, that looks like it has that same darkness in it. I'll kind of turn and look at everyone like, I guess I'll see if I can see anything. Worth the, a shot. the room itself is lit up. Yeah, I'll walk into the room. Okay. I mean, through the black pit area. Since I seem so to you want to like bend down like you did in that yeah, other room? Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of like lay down like chest over the thing and kind of dip. So are you going to like cautiously approach this room or just going to walk up and like lean down to the pit? I mean, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm going to walk into it, but I'm going to be looking around to make sure I don't just walk into a trap, you know? I mean, I want to get a good look at the room. Okay. So I'm going to stop in the hallway. Kath, Astra, what are you doing? I'm following behind Astra. Are you following? I'm going to try to follow behind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll go into the room then. Okay, so you're going to just follow Felomir and Finch, is yeah. what it sounds like. Dorothy, what are you doing at that point now that they're going in that direction? Just standing there. Okay, just standing in the hallway. Okay. Maybe tune a loot or something. Maybe try to like pin some tracks on my second studio album. 
Do you have a title? No. Hmm. Self-titled right now. What's the name of your first album? Uh, On the Spot. Nice. When you walk into the room, in the center of this square room, there is a 20-foot by 20-foot square pit. Same darkness on the floor. The back left corner has a giant statue of a man with a skull for a head and dark robes. On the left side of him, there is a woman basically jumping out of the sea with a very evil grin on her face. On his right, you see a man with a wooden staff and a robe, an older man, just kind of standing there with like vines creeping up him. All around the pit on the opposite side of the room in a semicircle around the pit, you see like linen mats. Like this is like a prayer room of some sort, some kind of ceremonial prayer room. Also in the back on the right wall, you see an open hallway. Okay, you said the, the, the guy with the skull is the big one in the center. Okay. And I can see that from the hallway, right? No. I can't see into that from the hallway? No. Oh. I mean, you can see from the hallway, you can see that there's a woman statue in front of the hallway, but you can't see the back left statue or the other statue on the left. Okay. Can we assume that the bigger skeleton statue is the same guy from the paintings? Yes. It's very similar. Okay. Nice. I'll go look at the statue. Which one? The skull man. Okay. Is there anything else on the walls in this room or are they just... They're just bare, 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 dark iron. Okay. I will look at the lady statue that's straight into the room. Okay. So the skulled figure, the larger statue, and it is about three times larger than the other two. It is a man standing in like a... Got his, like, he's got his like hand out in front of him and he's staring at his palm, but there's nothing in it. He's in just like a robes from neck to foot. And the only thing you can see other than his skull for his head is his bony hand that's sticking out. So it's showing that he is a full skeleton probably. Are there any, is there any writing on any of these statues? No. Okay. The what woman, are- <clears throat> the woman is as I described, uh, a woman that's like jumping out of water and it's this, the statue has like a has sculpted some kind of like water fixture, not water itself, but stone looking water. Um, and she's just kind of bursting out of it. She is wearing like torn robes and has a grin on her face. Okay. But I can see the mats from the hallway, right? Yes. I want to inspect the mats. Okay, so you go, you walk up into the room, and you feel feel down on the mats and just kind of fill them out. They're just rough linen. Hmm, stitching could use some work. Matt, you, um, I'm sorry, Finch, you walk up to the pit, you lay down on your stomach, you stick your head inside, and just like the other room of the pit, you don't hear anything, see anything, nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's come back out. Uh, so I'm not getting anything from this one either, so you guys know. Should we keep moving then? This does, I mean, seems to be some kind of ceremonial room, but I don't really see anything for us here. 
What are the statues made out of? Uh, not dark iron, just regular old stone. Stone? Yeah. Okay. If you'd like, you can give me religion checks. Whoever okay. feels that they might know what it is. I don't, but I'll check out the other statue that they didn't just cause. Four. 19. 13. After um, reading from The Darkest Night and discussing it a little bit amongst the group, you piece together that the woman is Hamarin, the guardian of death. The old man with the vines is Adamo, the guardian of creation. And the man in the center... Drumroll. He's the darkness. Could represent night. something about the darkest <laughs> night or Hanette himself. It's Batman. <laughs> Hanette being the guardian of darkness. Hmm. Guardian statues. I'm going to walk up to them, specifically the middle one, and just look up. It is about 20 feet high, This the big one, which would make the other ones about eight feet high probably. What did you say you were gonna do, Finch? I guess I was checking out the Hamerin statue. Adamo statue. Adamo, yeah. The old man with the wooden scepter in his hand mm -hmm. and vines. I mean, I gave you all the descriptions of the statues. He's Yeah, I mean I figured, but I'm also going to because I'm doing that notice uh the big one. And I know that you said the uh, he was looking into a hand with a skeletal hand mm -hmm. so i would like to notice that and then kind of inspect that further to see if i think anything could fit into that hand specifically any if items? it just the hand if it looks like it's an indented in any way to hold something no it's okay. more vertical than it is horizontal okay. to hold something so then i will just assume it is just a statue and nothing more okay do i detect magic in this room yes the pit. What school of magic is that? Did, have I asked that before? I don't think so. Um, but it's enchantment. Okay. Well, Finch, did you want to peek in that pit? Oh, I already peeked. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. It was. I had it was just a. It's pretty much a dark abyss. I, I didn't hear or see anything. Okay. Just like well, the last one. Doesn't seem like there's anything else here. To the next room. Do y'all want to go down this hallway? Yes, I think we should, we we can conclude that the hallway, like that hallway loops back around like it does. It appears that it would do that, yes. Okay, yeah, I want to I wanna go that way. Okay. So you do not leave the corridor that you came in on. You go to the corridor on the right wall. And after looking inside, you do see that it bends back to the right towards the hallway that you came from. And you look down that hallway, and now that door that was on the right is now on the left because of your approach. Is everyone following Felomir? I think, well, I, I assumed that I was following to that point, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you yes. have something else you wanted to do in that room, well, Finch? No, no, no. I was just going to say once we got to that, I was just going to talk about that door on the left. Okay. So, yeah, you walk up to the door, Finch... If you want to talk about it. If he's walking to the door, I'll just follow him to the door because I'm interested in what's behind that door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to open the door. Okay. Well, I was going to listen to the door first. All right. So you listen to the door. It's a wooden door. Um, you do not hear anything on the inside. Is it locked? 
whiskey you wish to try? Yes. Okay. It is not locked. When you open up the door. Slowly. Slowly. The room lights up with purple flame. And you see a long room from left to right. It has 12 sets of bunk beds and storage trunks at each one. This appears to be the living quarters of the acolytes and neophytes of the temple. You search the room, including the trunks, and find nothing of value. However, you did find something kind of odd. An intact skeletal figure lay on its side on one of the lower bunks facing the wall. Nope. I'm going to go pick it up. You're going to go pick up the skeletal figure? Oh, I thought you meant like a figure. No, oh. like a person. <laughs> oh, okay. Action figure. Yeah, I was thinking like figuring. I would certainly like to inspect it okay. further. Yeah. It is wearing basically like a linen shirt and linen pants. Is it wearing an amulet? No. Is there any decay on it or is it straight bone and cloth? Straight bone and cloth. You said it's on a bed? It's on a lower bunk of a bed. Are there covers on the bed? No. Damn it. And it's laying on its side, facing the wall. Are there covers on any bed? No. What kind of bed is this? <laughs> ah! Jesus. So have we like have we have we made like noticeable noise in this room? No. Okay. Everyone sees this? Yeah, everybody's okay. everybody at this point is aware of the skeletal person. Laying on its side. I want to walk up to him. Doroth starts to walk up to him. I want to poke him in his skull. I've got a bone to pick with you. You poke the skull and nothing happens. I want to pick up the skull. All right. You pick up the skull. And as you do like lift it away, it does kind of like feel connected <clears throat> still. And so when you pull at it, it breaks very easily from the spine. And you now have the skull in your head and your hand. This again. To be or not to be. That's the question, I guess. Dorothy, Throw it over my shoulder. What are you doing? Having some fun. It's that, boring in here. That said, is incredibly disrespectful. You said you throw it over your shoulder? Yes. It like crumbles as soon as it hits the ground. I'm, I'm going to walk over. Okay. And start inspecting the rest of the skeleton. Okay. I'm going to go try and like get the skull remains back into a pile and bring them back over to the bed. <laughs> So like uh, okay, yeah. You, I mean, it's all pieces. I'm just yeah. I'm just scooping them over my hand. I'm putting them over there. Just just at the head of the I body. Think, yeah. Okay. So, uh, fellow here, as you're like leaning over and like look at the skeletal figure. Finch. Okay. When I see Finch doing this, um, what are you doing? It's I I don't think it's this just doesn't feel right to me to mess with someone's body after they've deceased. What's the it's, difference between this skeleton and the 10 skeletons in that other room? This one isn't upright and attacking us. Well, not yet. It might have. But it didn't. The only difference is this one didn't have his necklace on. When whatever happened, happened here. That's the only reason. And he didn't attack you, right? He would have if he could have. I'm Mom, just saying. Mom, Dad, stop fighting! Just saying. I don't think that's a necessary procedure. I don't see why it's such a big deal if I try to show the skeleton a little respect. Well, fine. Well, fine. Do your thing. I am. And then I will continue inspecting. Inspect away. So do you want to, like, move the skeleton at all, or...? I mean, I just want to see if it's, like, if it's holding anything. 
Okay. Mainly. Or so you lean over the bed without touching him? Like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you touching him? Are you moving him around? I mean, yeah, like I'll touch him if, yeah, I'll like move it around a little bit. Yeah. Okay. How do you want to move it? It's laying on its side facing the wall. Where are its hands? In front of its chest. I want to pick the wrist up and like look at the hands. Okay. So you pick up like the forearm of its right arm and you pull it up and it like as you lift it up it just kind of falls apart and like the sleeve just like the bone comes out of its sleeve and now you're just holding the forearm in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did it have did it have anything in its hand? You lean over and yes there is something on its chest that it was holding. Okay, I'll just drop the bone and okay. pick up whatever it was holding. Okay. You reach around the abdomen of the skeleton and you grab whatever it's holding and it's a book. And it's called The Darkest Night. <laughs> surprise, of surprise. Appears he was hugging his book. Whatever happened here must have really freaked this guy out. Does he have any good notes in there? Check. I'll flip through it, I guess. Or just shake it by its spine. Um, you flip through it and basically this guy appeared to not try to discover things but more find a spiritual connection to it and you could you can sense by his writing that he felt like the darkest night was there to benefit him specifically and he was trying to understand what it is the darkest night wanted him to do interesting are there any like loose notes no okay i'll just set the book back down is the forearm he was messing with still there? Yeah, it's on the ground. I want to pick it up okay. and go hand it to uh, Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Finch, you could use an extra hand. Okay, are we done with this room yet? Going to politely go set it next to his gun. <laughs> well, I guess we should continue on then. Yep. And we continue I, on. And away we go. <laughs> Would you say that I'm pretty proficient at moonwalking at this point? No. Damn it. Well, as we're continuing on, I'm going to try okay. to practice that. Where to next? Well, I want to go to the next hallway. The very next one. Yes. Okay. Moonwalking, of course. Doris starts to lead the way. Astra said yes, so I'm assuming she's following right behind. Yeah, I'm going to totally go that way as well. I also follow. Okay. You head down to the third hallway on the right. That's your phone, not Yeah, mine. that's your iPad. Don't dude. look at me that way. Oh. I'm on <laughs> silent, bro. I'd be embarrassed, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every time it happened, I was looking at him. I was looking in the direction because I didn't realize my iPad was down there. When you take a right onto that, or you look down the next hallway, it's a very short 15 foot, nope, 10 foot walk to a left turn. Do you want to go down it? Yeah. You go down it and you look to the left and you see it's. 10 feet from you, another left turn, like it goes back to the hallway you were in. But when you look to the immediate left, so in between the U-turn, there is a little like 
open closet thing. And in it is another one of those stone basins. And behind it, a mirror. When was the last time we looked in a mirror? I don't know if you ever have. I want to study myself and, yeah, just really, really make sure that I'm attractive. Okay. Um, The mirror is, like, smudged and old and so on and so forth. But, I mean, you get a good look at yourself. No, I am dashing. I mean, it's been a week or so since you've attempted to bathe or anything like that. I'm still dashing. Okay. Rugged. We'll call it. Dashing. We'll call it. Um, and you all kind of pile into this small area, and uh, Doroth's just kind of like leaning over, like st- tiptoes over the basin, just kind of looking at self- looking at himself in the mirror, rubbing his face. But I can see them all like behind me. Yes. Look, this will make an awesome Instagram picture, whatever that is. Oh, wow. What is this thing? I can see my own flexion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mirror, Keth. It's it's like a window, but you can't see through it. You just see yourself. Yeah, that's what it's like. Keth, have you never seen yourself before? I mean, you haven't well, like I've looked seen in water. Myself in water, and then what well, you know with the deflections in the in the windows. But I've never seen this thing. There's also an inscription above the mirror. What does it say? It's written in Sylvan. I can read it. I can read it as well. Beware those who seek. The pain you feel is not material, but a curse of tainted blood. Um, yeah, I'll recite this inscription to everyone. Okay. I wonder what it means. Is it talking about the ichor? I'm not mm. sure. And it's there's the basin like identical. Yes. To the one in the other. To the room? one that was in like the master's bedroom or whatever. Do I detect magic? The basin is conjuration. The mirror is illusion. I'm not quite sure what this does. Seems the basin is conjuration magic and the mirror illusion. And as well as the other basin? Yes. No, I think the other basin was divination. Oh, okay. But it seems to be a different school of magic than that other basin. I'm going to touch the mirror. (laughs) Okay. Like just the mirror itself or like the frame of it both i guess okay you touch it nothing happens is it like on the wall yes how big is it again uh two feet by three feet is it removable i'm gonna try to pry it off with my fingers it's not removable would you stop i'm trying to get my eyebrows straight i want to get my eyebrows straight i'm going to take a sip of the ichor and then look into the mirror okay Nothing happens. What if I touch it? Nothing happens. All right, never mind then. Hey, what happens when you pour some of that in this this basin? It's worth a shot. I will pour some of it in that basin. Okay. It fills up like the other one, all the way to the brim. But without me pouring out all of it. But, right? yeah, you can pour just a little bit and it fills okay. it up. Cool. Beware those who seek... The pain you feel is not material, but a curse of tainted blood. That is the most melodramatic drivel I have ever heard. Not true art at all. As I continue to mess with my eyebrows. I am terrible with riddles. Yeah, I am too. So. 
I think it's just a warning. To yeah. what? I mean, we're trying to find the key of Kilnar. Well, one of us is trying to find the key of Kilnar. The rest of us are just here and turn and look at who read the <laughs> who read the ledger. Me. I also read the ledger. I think I have the ledger. Okay. Would you like to read the ledger? Sure. What a good idea. That you had all on your own. <laughs> Thanks, God. There's a column. The first column is the name of the... I'm sorry. It's the rank of the person. The second column is the name of the person. The third column has a... Is not categorized. And it and each one has some sort of name, like something written next to it. One is unmarked. I'm sorry. Untouched. One is tainted. One is dead, one is living. I think my eyebrows look good enough. I'm going to turn around. What What are you guys doing? So you filled the basin with the ichor. We're trying to figure out what this inscription means. Well, what does it mean? I don't know. So the ledger said something about tainted. Yes. What does that mean? I'm not sure. There's a way of classifying people other than alive or, and dead. There's also untouched. I'm not really sure how they relate to one another. Yeah. Of the ones that are acolytes and neophytes, they're the only ones that are labeled untouched. So no one above that is labeled untouched. Correct. So perhaps they haven't been touched by the darkest night? Perhaps, but I, I don't see how that relates to alive and dead. Maybe the animation of skeletal remains, like we saw the one in that room that was just laying there, and then we've obviously seen some that like to attack us. It's very possible. I mean, we can conclude that in that room, lower-ranking people lived, right? Yes. So are you suggesting that living doesn't mean alive, Finch? Perhaps it means undead. Bum, bum, bum. And what's the correlation between like the higher rankings and their listing? Um, a lot of the higher rankings are either tainted or living or dead. Because okay. the, ma the master was dead. I can kill time if we want to kill time. Um, I'm going to take a little swig from the basin now and then look in the mirror. Okay. Anything? Um, you reach your hands into the basin and you feel like needles sticking into your hand and you pull them out immediately. Oh, jeez, Louise. What happened? Felt like a bunch of needles pricking my hands that time. And you look at your hands and as like you like dry them off, there's no like wounds or anything. Not even like indentions. Correct. I'm going to put, oh. dip my finger in there. Okay. Yeah. You feel the pain. Ah, he's right. The inscription. The pain you feel is not material, but a curse of tainted blood. So y'all have tainted blood. I guess so, but I figure if anyone didn't have tainted blood, it would be you, Finch. I'm going to stick my finger in. You feel the pain as well. Damn it. <laughs> I'll try it as well. You That's feel what the pain she said. As well. well, I'm not going to do that. Oh, come on. Doris. Please, come on. Just a touch. I'm going to stick my hand in. You do not feel any pain. This doesn't hurt. 
perfect. What do you mean it doesn't hurt? It means you guys are messing with me. I'm going to start to walk off. No, 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 no come, come back, on. come back. I'm going to stick my hand back in it. Okay. You get your whole hand? Yeah. Yeah, you feel a bunch of needles. Ha ha, fine acting. We're not, we're not acting. See if you can put your head in. Oh my God, fine. I'm not going to put my head in, but I am going to reach my arm further in. Okay. You stick your hand like all the way to the bottom of the basin and you feel nothing. See? Nothing. You should drink it. No. Drink it. Please? It's... You might be the key. The what? key of Kilnar. Maybe you're it. You're kidding me. I will. I'll. I'll what? Drink some? I, yeah, I drank some earlier and I got to go through that room and then, you know, I mean, nothing bad happened. I just. I almost got the orbs, and apparently, and that's that's. Ooh, that's a but big what deal. if drinking it makes you tainted? Shh. No, I mean, don't scare them. Yeah, that is very possible, though. We've all drank it. I'm gonna well, stick this... my I'm gonna stick my head in, but not drink any. Okay, so you like hold your breath. Yes. Okay, you stick your head in. Nothing happens. I'm gonna pull my head out. Okay. What is the big deal here? Question: When he pulls his head out in his hands, for that matter, are is, is he dripping the stuff or is mm-hmm. he just come out clean? He's dripping it. Go, go see if you can go through the mirror. Just try and stick your face up to the mirror. Through the mirror? What just, is- I don't know. I'm just, just. Ah, fine. I'm gonna touch the mirror. Okay. Nothing. You. It's just a mirror. Okay. I was wrong. Hmm. I can't deal with you guys right now. Apparently, you're all tainted anyway gonna keep pinning my album and practicing my moonwalk and i don't realize like i don't understand why i'm not proficient at moonwalking at this point i should be able to do it like you, sideways you just and started shit. trying this like less than 10 hours ago 10 hours dude yeah wow we're in, yeah we're in game and eight of that eight of those hours were sleep <sighs> i'm an artist though <laughs> i mean you're you're not bad at it you're just not <laughs> proficient you're no you know mj well, well, Doroth, I, I think if you wanted to take a swig and then maybe see if that mirror does anything for you, that that might be beneficial for us. But I guess I could also see the benefits of not doing it, too, just because we don't. I will do you guys this one favor, but you owe me. OK, all of you. OK. Oh, OK. Oh, you what? You'll see. Fine. I don't mind owing you something to the equivalent of this deed. Okay. I'm going to drink a little bit of it. Okay. So you drink a little sip. And then what? Now what? Check out the mirror. I don't know. (sighs) Put your hand in the basin. Okay. I'm going to put my hand in the basin. You immediately feel needles. Oh, no. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it. I was right. What? It hurts now. Told you we weren't lying. And you still owe me. We're all tainted. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's a bummer. Is it? Yeah. I, I mean, know. I don't know. I, I just wanted something more than that to happen. What if there's something good about being untouched? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask. So we're cursed. 
And tainted. Bloody. Thanks for the curse, guys. <clears throat> we owe you, right? <laughs> yep. Hey, it'll make a great song. One day. It'll be funny later. Tainted blood. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else for me to inspect in this room that might give clue as to what to do next other than leave? Beware those who seek. <laughs> The pain you feel is not material, but a curse of tainted blood. I'm going to stick my hand in the basin and keep it there as long as I possibly can. Your hand? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you want to go to the bottom? Yeah. I'm going to just try and fight through as much of the pain as I possibly can. So you stick your hand in, and it's like there are 20 tattoo artists just going at your hand in every crevice of every wrinkle in your palm and your knuckles and you hold it there for give me a constitution save crit crit that's a crit you you just (laughs) nat 20 critical you bite your lip and you just turn and you look at all of them with like your other hand on your hip and you hold it there for like two or three minutes and then it's just like nothing's happening other than this pain so you just pull it back out nothing is coming from this Two minutes? Wow. It's hardcore, though. I do not see a point of us being here any longer. And I'm going to shake the crap off of my hand. (laughs) I'm staring attentively at the inscription. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Read it again. Beware, (laughs) Beware those who seek. The pain you feel is not material, but a curse of tainted blood. It felt real to me. <laughs> it's not material, dude. It's not. Do y'all think maybe if you held the ledger up to the mirror, you could see past the blood? Just spitballing. Worth a shot. I'll try it. So you like turn it around and look at it in the mirror? Uh-huh. Still the same ledger. Dip it in the icker. <laughs> <laughs> Dip it in icker. <laughs> She whispers in your ear from behind. <laughs> hey, little mama, dip that icky in me. <laughs> no. Man. So. But what are we seeking? Seek the key of Kilnar. Seeking the key, or are we seeking ourselves in the mirror? Well, how would they know that we're seeking the key of Kildar? Whoever wrote this. I'm not sure. But we should beware. I think it just means beware of drinking this stuff because if you drink it you're gonna get cursed with tainted blood i don't i don't know if that's quite what it's I'm, trying I, to say i'm gonna find the nearest darkness and just i'm be- i'm beginning <laughs> i'm beginning to lean uh w- with keth on this one I, i'm i don't i don't i hate this stuff all right let's explore the other rooms we'll come back to this <laughs> yeah because we're not getting anywhere. Maybe it'll come up if we see something else. If we get any more clues. But fetch isn't going to happen. Not right now. So what is it you want to do? I wish the listeners could have seen Dave's face throughout that whole thing. He wanted it so badly for us to figure that out. It just was not happening. On her suggestion, based on how over it I am after keeping my hand in needles for two minutes, I'll be the first to walk out and start heading down the end of the hallway that we would haven't gone down yet that leads us back to the hallway we were on. Finch starts to walk off. I want to go to... Doroth starts to walk off. Moonwalk. Moonwalking off. Yes, I'm going. Astra follows. I'll follow. 
I'm going to keep looking at the inscription for like another minute and then I'll walk away. Very frustrated. Okay. So you go, once once you convene back in the norm, other hallway, you have the dark iron door at the other end of the hallway that y'all saw but never did anything with. And then you're very close to the left or right at the end of this hallway now. About 20 feet away from it. The skeletons, whenever they first came at you, came from the right side at the end of this hallway. I want to make a left. So I'm going to do that. Dora starts to walk down to the other end of the hallway to starts to go left. I just want to see what's in both directions. About 20 feet down on the left side, you see a bunch of like wooden debris just kind of like exploded into the hallway at the and that's about 20 feet away and about 40 feet past that there is a door on the left side. Down the right side of the hallway, you see about a 40-foot length of hall. And at the end is a set of double doors. And Astra, as you look down that way, the double doors look familiar. Uh, hey, guys. What? Hey, guys. I think, I think those are the double doors from one of my visions. Really? What was behind those double doors? Did you see in your vision? You know, the skeletons and the green crystals and the green crystals and... Yes. The room. Hmm. So the green crystals are back there? From what I can remember from my vision, I w- yeah, I would think so. What? From down the hallway. <laughs> are you like... I made a left. Yeah, I know you made a yep. left. So are you like stopping at the wooden debris or... Yeah. Okay. But they're talking further up um, the hallway. So you scream, what? Yeah. You hear the scraping of metal against stone. From the room with the debris in front of it. You kind of start to lean around the corner and look, and you see a room, a big room, that is L-shaped, probably, and it bends to the right, and it sounds like this metal is coming from out of vision. But to the left and right of the room, you see are stone catacombs on the left and right. And then you hear... I am going to uh, do a really like smooth like moonwalk, turn around, <laughs> and run back towards the group. Shit, 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 shit. Hey, companions. It's Dave, the DM, and I'm here to give you the monthly mid-roll for episode 18. We are only a couple episodes away from the end of Dark Party Icker, and not only the end of Dark Party Icker, but the end of Act 1 of Power Within. We've actually already recorded episode the episodes, and they were really fun. They were really good. I, uh, I really enjoyed the end of Dark Party Icker, but... That's besides the point. So keep in mind, we need your help to help promote the podcast. We do not pay for any advertising and we do as much social media stuff we can do. But really, the best way for the show to get promoted is for you to tell your friends, family, coworkers, the person that sits on the bench next to you at the bus stop, anybody that you can about the podcast. Also, on top of promoting for helping us promote, do iTunes reviews for us and iTunes reviews go so far in the podcast industry, and not only that, but I'm actually going to start this thing 
in a couple weeks where step one of the process will be you giving us an iTunes review. So if you want to take part in this process that could reward you with something, give us an iTunes review, please. And on top of that, we are also working on some merchandise. Uh, we are coming up with some t-shirt designs, buttons, stickers. So if you have any type of merchandise you would like to have from us, let us know. You can tell us on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, so on and so forth, what you would like to see come from our quote-unquote shop on our webpage. That will be the end of our monthly mid-rolls. We're going to get right back to it. So here's some messages from our podcast buddies. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite thing, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at YouSimplyMustPodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You You Simply simply must. Must! Are you a lifelong fanboy, a new nerd, or are you just clueless and curious about all the comic book movie buzz and want to know more? Then tune in to Between the Cons, the twice-weekly podcast for Life Between Comic Cons, where Chris and friends discuss nerdy news. Why is it news. always Chris and friends? We have stupid nicknames that you made up for us. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Big Boy Pants. Where Chris, Chris 2, MF Dane, Mr. Naughty List, the Wonder Twins, Masterman Drabo, the Ginger Giant, and the Outlaw Steve Jr. Thank you. Discuss nerdy news, review movies, and dive deep into the big topics that encompass our fandoms. Subscribe today on iTunes and Google Play at BetweenTheCons.com. Shit, 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 shit. What? What? I don't know. What do you don't? What do you not know? What there's, happened? There's, what did you do? There's sounds coming from down the hallway, and they sound big. Is it more skeletons? No. I'm gonna look down the hallway. You, you all kind of stare down that direction, and you don't hear anything at first. But after about 20 seconds, you hear that metal scraping in the distance start to fade in. But on top of that, you also hear the clunking of metal, like a heavy set of armor walking in your direction. Draw my weapon. Yeah. I'm, I, do that. I'm going to just move my way to the back of the group. Like, if they're all facing towards the sound, I want to be behind everyone. I'm assuming you're all pretty much at this intersection still. Before this gets too combative... I'm going to have a light bulb pop off and be like, guys, what if we can try and lure whatever this is and get it to fall through one of the black pits? We could just smash it. Okay, but what if we fall into the black pit? (laughs) Okay. Never mind. And then, all of a sudden, from that doorway with the broken wood in front of it, you see a ten-foot-tall skeleton armored in full plate. Well, maybe I was wrong. It was a skeleton. Look at that. And he stands into the hallway with a great sword dragging behind him. His chest plate has a six-inch diameter medallion embedded into the armor. Give me initiatives.
Astra, you're first. Okay. He's 20 feet away from you. You're all in this 10-foot-wide hallway. I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. Okay. What element of, or what uh, type of damage? Electricity. Okay. 14 plus my spell attack bonus. Yes. So 18. That's a hit. 12. Astra reaches between the group and just sticks a hand out from her, from like, from the group itself, like between Keth and Velomir, I guess. And the electric ball just builds up into her hand and then just shoots down the hallway and just hits the giant skeleton right in the chest. And it kind of like throws him back on one heel. And then he starts to lean forward and lift up his great sword, like in a jousting kind of move. And then after Astra is Finch. I'm going to draw my bow and throw Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. After Finch is Keth. Uh, I will charge forward and smash him with my mace of okay. turning. You charge forward. 26. That's a hit. Do I get the uh, plus 2d6? Yes. Twenty-one. You run up and just smack him in like the like rib cage on the left side of him, and like the armor buckles in, and you can see like he kind of like falls on his left side a little bit, and he starts to like starts to bring his great sword around at you, and it is his turn, so he's taking a swing. Does a eighteen hit? Yep. Sixteen damage. Oh fuck! That's half my health. He just cleaves with the great sword around and just like smacks you against the wall after a cut, basically, and gashes you hard across the chest. As a free action, I'm going to rage. Okay. After um, Keth is, or I'm sorry, after the skeleton is Dorth. I'm gonna use a vicious mockery. Okay. And that's a. Uh... So spell attack? Uh, nope. Or... It's uh, me rolling a constitution save. Oh, never mind. Constitution save is 11. Ooh, uh, DC is 12. All right. Um, Let's go with... Uh, I guess it's obvious that there's no reasoning with you, so I'll have to stop you from messing with my crew. Four. And doesn't something else happen? Like he has disadvantage? He has disadvantage on, on his next attack. Sweet. After Doroth is Felomir. And we're at the T, right? Yeah, you're at the T. Okay. And he's 20 feet away. He never actually charged up because Keth charged first. I will just cast an Eldritch Blast then. Okay. Nine. That's a miss. Pew. Yeah, Blast just kind of like hits the ceiling right before it gets to him. Back to the top, Astra. How hurt is this guy? How hurt is he? Mm -hmm. He's had some damage. He's not really showing a lot of emotion, so but he's a skeleton, so I'm going to cast another chromatic orb. Okay. Same damage type? Yes. Um it's an eighteen again? Yes. Seventeen. Your electric ball shoots out from your hand again, and uh it does kind of like a spiral motion and just misses, like graze like 
goes past Keth's head and then just slams into the left shoulder of the skeleton. Nice. And it kind of throws his shoulder back, but it kind of seems like it gave him some momentum and he's bringing that great sword back around again. Fence, your turn. I'm going to take a shot with my bow, and but I'm definitely aiming for that big ass amulet on his chest. I want that to be known. 14. You shoot the arrow and it like hits the armor, but it just kind of bounces and ricochets off to the wall. Cool. After Finch is Keth. I'm going to follow through with uh, that chromatic orb that just flew past my head and kind of go in that same arc okay. as that did with yeah. my mace. Good call. 19. That's a hit. 13. All right. So you slap him across that same same left shoulder, and um, it kind of does throw him off balance for a second. And he kind of stumbles backwards, and he loses whatever momentum he was building up. But he does bring that great sword back around, just not as strong as you probably thought he was going to. An 18? He's got disadvantage, he right? disadvantage. He does. He does have disadvantage. An 18? Wow. <laughs> Some bullshit. I mean, the second roll was an 18. I'm going back to the original. The second one was a 17. 14 damage. Seven damage. Seven damage. Rage. Mm. Resistance. Damn, son. <laughs> Where'd you find that beat? After Keth, it, I'm sorry, after the skeleton is Dorth. I didn't even think about what I wanted to do. Um, I'm going to hold my turn. Okay. After Dorth is Felomir. I will shoot another Eldritch Blast. Okay. 14. That's a mess pew <laughs> it uh it does make contact with his armor but it just doesn't seem to have the potency that it needed shit uh after fellow amir is the end of the round so do you want to take your turn here dorth yeah let me just do another vicious mockery okay so oh yeah the- i do that constitution save an 18 <laughs> never mind he uh Resist is any care. psychic effect at this point. You're sick. You're sick. You probably smell like shit. To no effect. Astra, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to use Quicken Spell to cast a Chromatic Orb and then take a bonus action to cast Ray of Frost. Sounds good. Fuck. Eight. 12. So you spin around into the front line, basically in front of everybody, and you do one hand with chromatic orb and then the other one with ray of frost. And in your little spin, trying to be clever, you just shoot the cool. wall on both the left and the right side. <laughs> Rad, I'm going to go jump in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> After Astra is cut, ca- oh, sorry, Finch. Going to take another shot at the amulet again. Okay. I'm going to use one of my bardic inspiration die on you. Okay. Do I have to sing a song? You don't have to if you don't want to, I guess. I want to. Do it. Everybody <laughs> loves to hear a song. All right. Ah, am an ace is badass. Watch me kick. You can roll with Dorothy or you can radio edit. 23. 23 is a hit. Okay, so that's a hit. That's a hit. So, so you'll need- roll... I need a D8, and then a D8, and then a D6. Correct. Oh, shit. He's getting it, guys. He's getting it. Wow. 
12. <laughs> he got it, guys. He got it. The arrow pierces right above the little six-inch diameter amulet, so you don't hit it. But it's like right underneath the throat, and it's just sticking into the armor. And you do 12 damage. Cool. Kath, your turn. All right, so Kath is going to see this uh, arrow whiz past him and land above the, the amulet, and even within his rage, he's going to kind of, oh, this is going to click, and he's going to swing at the amulet. Okay. 16. That's a hit. Oh. Hey. Damn. So the AC is around there. 18. All right. You bring your mace in and you hit it square into the amulet and you see just the like chest brick, like the chest plate just start to crack and break and like it starts to tremble and violently starts to like show purple light and he just explodes into just shrapnel and bone splinters everywhere and cool damn it i so, knew i should have moved so he was like a putty from power rangers <laughs> you just hit him in the chest uh kef you take three damage from the shrapnel half as the one so half cool. resistance and then everyone else is down the hallway one damage to you astra two damage to you doroth one damage to you felomir one damage to you finch by the way, the skeleton is vulnerability to bludgeoning as well. So that turn, like every time you hit him with that mace, it was doing double damage. Cool. Nice. Good God. And you all take a deep breath. Your rage ends, Keth. I want to dart my <sighs> eyes back and forth and smile and go, did I do that? <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> I appreciate that reference. I'm going to inspect the body. Okay. Uh, what's left of the body is pieces of bone and metal just all over the hallway now. Is the amulet still there? The amulet is not there. Even the greatsword had splintered into mm. bunches of metal. Okay, so there's nothing to find. There is nothing to find. Okay. Was the the amulet the same? It had the same symbol on it, the spiral with the skull in it. Okay. I would like to peek into the room where he came from, where the splintered door was. uh... You can start to do that. But I think Felomir has some things that you wanted to discuss. Okay. Nah. No? No? I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) You have an inquisitive look on your face, Felomir. I've just been thinking about this whole, this place. Oh, well, we were focused on fighting the skeleton. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, I like you, it. you were missing a lot. I was also fighting the skeleton. You're preoccupied, it seems. Well, I have been preoccupied. Look, I, I've just been thinking, okay? What's on your mind? Well, it seems to me that this play, this is a Temple of Finette, right? That's established? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. But what are these... That these... The people here clearly believe in some sort of alternate 
theory of the gods. Yeah, they're crazy. I haven't seen you could say that, but anyone or anything that I would consider people yet. Well, not yet, but clearly some of these things here were, were put here by people. Yeah. But the question is what's the what was already here and what came with the the cultists, shall we call them? So you're saying you believe that the temple of Hanet was already here, but well, then yes. someone came and took it over? Maybe yes. towed to a more extreme. Yes, and it seems that they have been here a while. Like they've had a lot of research. These Darkest Night books, they were like bound books. Yes. Like leather bound and seem to all have like pretty much printed pressing, like printing press. Like basically. something you would see in a bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they clearly have a means to produce their religious texts. Um, I'm not really sure. I don't know. It's just... I mean, what are you suggesting? I mean, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just observing what we've seen so far here. I'm curious how it relates to the, the darkness that you were able to walk through and the darkness on the floors. Now, darkness is a thing that Hanet is. Like, yes. So it's probably safe to assume that the darkness was here before the cultist. But the yes. Icar, according to the books, came from Mithron, which is what they believe is the source of the Darkest Night or some kind of residue of the Darkest Night or something. So it's probably safe to assume that the Icar itself is not something that was originally here. So they constructed the fountain. We what is, or maybe the fountain had something else in it. I mean, they are religious. They worship a guardian. You've never seen this dark ichor before, but you know of Hanet. You know of people that worship them. So They've never had that ichor before. They usually just use blessed water. So somehow this place came in contact with Mithron? Or maybe they just brought it here. They have the key of Kilnar. I mean, from what you know, there's like it's a whole room of them. So maybe they were all going to Mithron and bringing back the ichor. Do you even know what this key is supposed to do? It's supposed to allow someone access into Mithron. What is Mithron? Mithron is a continent. It's a nation. A nation on a continent. But what's the problem with it right now? It's covered in darkness. What does that even mean? Like, you walk outside and you can't see anything, or you open your eyes and you can't see anything? I mean, or I presume it's similar to the darkness that is here in this Temple of Annette. So it's just a world that is consumed by ichor. So like what I was in is what their world is like? I would assume that what you were in is what Mithron is like. That's terrible. Why are we trying to go there again? For the arcane well. Oh, sure. You remember. I remember. I just don't feel too motivated now. Hey, Astra, did you say a door was from your vision? Yeah. And the vision, you were a man being chased by skeletons, right? Yes. And then you ran through the door and then you closed it? Yes. And then we fought some skeletons and they came from that way. Mm-hmm. And your last vision with the, the Bulawogs had happened in the present time, in the, the current <laughs> time. Yeah. So maybe that man is still behind the door. 
I mean, there's only one one way to find out. <gasps> Let's go say hi. And I'm going to start moving in that direction. Going to draw my bow. Dorothy, are you like rushing down there? No, just okay. moonwalking. Okay. I don't trust Doroth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all following close to Doroth? I am, yes. I will be walking that way with them. As I, I'm walking, I'm kind of holding my, my wound because I'm, uh, I'm beating yeah, you are Gash. Beating so I'm, I'm facing him, correct? And I can see yeah. this. You're not going to ask me to heal you? Well, I mean, I wasn't going to, but if you want to, that would be great. I want you to ask. Okay, will you, will you heal me? Of course! Thanks. I'm going to use a uh, cure wounds. Doroth makes things better. <laughs> uh, Slightly better. You get one. Oh, I feel, I feel better. Oh, oh, a little <laughs> I better. Feel, it, does okay. close, it does close over your wounds, so you're not bleeding anymore, but it's only one. So basically you just top the bleeding, but that's good though. Because I feel like you should have been bleeding a lot. I believe most of you have good berries still too. I, I, I mean, mind. I can just make some good berries. <laughs> I think you still have. I think it's still within the time frame of whenever you made good berries <laughs> before you went into the darkness. Which was... I like how Finch is so. E- All you had to do was say the word. <laughs> I'm I'm good 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 I make some bad boys. Some of these bad boys are never you ready. Um, make a cobbler. Goodberry cobbler. Good cobbler. <laughs> oh. So everybody what? starts following, going down the hallway. Yeah. Okay. Astra, what about you? I'm going to follow. So as you all get closer to the door, Astra, you're kind of in the back with Keth as he's limping along, basically. But Astra, you feel something, a vibration. Uh-oh. A, a movement on your right side, kind of near your hip. You You look down and you see... The map scroll that holds Oystrich. It's shaking violently, and there's a purple glow shining through the holes. No. Nobody else notices this, other than Keth, who you're kind of just puzzled at the look as well. And all this is kind of happening simultaneously. And Dorothy, you open the door, and at the same time, Astra, you lift the map scroll, I'm assuming, to see what's going on with Oystrich, or? Yeah. And as you lift it up, Oystrich launches himself out of the scroll and hits the ground and you see like purple flames coming from his eyes and he runs into the door like right between your legs, Doroth. I'm going to like jump in disgust. Like, ah! He runs into the, the room like yes. past me? Runs into the dark room that you're opening the door to. Okay. What just happened? You tell me! No, we're going to get your rat. Yeah, I'm going to run have after a Oystrich. Rat? It's a mouse. His name is Oystrich. I'm going to run after Oystrich. Wait. Well, go ahead. So, Astra, you run up to the door, kind of basically shoving everyone out of the way. And you open it up. And the room's completely dark. You all, with dark vision, can see that the room, like you can see the layout of the room. And it's the shelves and the emblem on the back wall. And Astra, you're kind of peeking around. And as you, like, step foot into the door purple flames of torches just light the room and you see Dorothy or I'm sorry you see Oystrich climbing up this pile of debris on the left side in the corner when you look at the pile in more detail you see that it's a skeleton in black robes but unlike the other piles of skeletons you have seen this one is intact and connected to itself and leaning against the wall on the ground 
Oystrich climbs himself on top of the skull of the skeleton. And with his eyes lit in purple flames, he widens his mouth and sticks his tongue out. Without moving his mouth, he says, I was born of Rodana, lived in shadow at the hills of Hanet. Life was no longer life and death was unreachable. The key of Kilnar was the only hope I had left to relinquish my pain. But alas, this was in vain. I am Titus, a Rodanian soldier from centuries ago. Our forces were lost in Mithron when Hanet swept the land in darkness. He is not a guardian. He is a vessel that brought a plague of the world of Asus. The darkest night will control this world and will unleash a power that not even the great old one could lock away. Find the orbs and keep them away from shadow. And like Oystrich kind of faints and just kind of rolls off of the skull and hits the ground. And then the head of the body just kind of leans to the right and rolls off the off the spine and just everything starts to crumble in that pile. Oystrich! I'm going to go run and pick him up. Is he awake? Uh, Oystrich is breathing, but is definitely out. Okay, I'm just going to cradle him in my hands and just stare at him and like maybe get like a little water and like pour it on him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll run in there behind her. Is, Is he okay? I, I don't know. I think he's you, just passed out. You all heard this voice. Yeah. Like, you all kind of got into the room after Astra and heard Oystrich with a booming low voice sitting on top of the skull of this body. What the fuck was that? That's a great question. W- was that the man from your vision? Do I know about Rodana? Yes. Okay. You know of Rodana as a hostile nation that is always looking for a war, but hasn't had one in about a century or okay. two, two centuries. Something that comes to your notice almost immediately, Felomir, after like this kind of died down for a second. You look around the room. There are no more crystals. Well, there's no there's no keys here. I thought your visions were recent. I don't know. I mean, I could assume since the other one seemed recent. I guess you have far visions and near visions and you have all the visions. I don't know. Do we? I mean, let's look around. Give me investigation checks. Twelve. Ten. Twenty-two. Five. Seven. Um, Astra, since you are next to the body and holding Oystrich, you kind of just... You had to actually kind of move some stuff to get to Oystrich once the, the debris kind of crumbled. And so you're kind of looking at him and then looking at that debris and everybody else. You're just kind of like looking at the room. All four of you notice that the like dust in this room is caked like half an inch. Like it's dusty and it has not been touched in a long time. But you do see a little hint of green in the debris, Astra, as you're kind of looking around, kneeling on the ground. And you reach into the pile and kind of push some of that black robe away. And you can see that in his pocket was a small green shard. Hey, guys, I found one. Found one of what? A key. A key? Yeah. I rush over. I figured he probably, you know, took it and then something happened, whatever happened. But I'm just going to hand it to the I'm going to, like, snatch it out of her hand. You take it out of her hand and it's... um, 
it's teardrop shaped with kind of a sharp point and it fits in the side like in the palm of your hand almost like an arrowhead is it similar to the drawing of the the key of kilnar that i saw no because it's an arrowhead instead of a dagger like thing i think this is part of one i mean they were at the scriptorium they Seem to be more of like a dagger shape, much larger than this. So, 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 wait, you're telling me there's, there's more than one key? I would assume so, but this is not even an entire key, as far as I can tell. I mean, it's a crystal shard. That's all you know of as the key of Kilinar is just a crystal shard. I mean, it very well may be, but... I was under the impression we were here to find a key of Kilinar, not keys. Oh, we only need one, and this is it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, is there anything else in the room? Nope. Just that, like, mural thing on the wall of the spiral and the skull um, and the shelving. Well, now what? Is Oysters awake yet? Yeah, I'm still like... Um, Wake that thing up! After, like, several minutes, he does come back to you. Give me that thing. I want to reach for the mouse. No. <laughs> Give it. What are you going to do? Give it. I'm going to wait for Oystrich. He seems stretch. really fatigued in your hands. Like, he doesn't really want to move. He's yeah. just kind of, like, rolled back over, basically. And he's on his hands and, like, on his feet. Okay. Just going to hand him to Doroth and just be like, just be gentle. I promise. I'm going to hold Oystrich in my hand facing me like this. Okay. And you speak with small beasts. Okay. He's what looking. are you? I'm just a mouse. Bullshit. Give me back to Astra. Who are you? You know who I am. You're scaring me. Everyone knows who I am. That's, that's beside the point. These are all gestures, by the way. Like, I'm saying it out loud, but he's basically dancing. Like, not dancing, but just <laughs> kind of wiggling on, your, on, your, on the palm of your hand. Okay. You know what you just did, right? No. You channeled something. You glowed. It was weird. What are you? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, there was that witch. What? The, the witch. What witch? Uh, yeah, what witch? What are you talking what about? What witch? What are you doing? <laughs> what witch? The, the witch Astra saved me from. You saved this thing from a witch? Uh, yeah. Tell me more. I, I don't know anymore. She was mean. She 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 did a lot of things to us. That sounds like more. But that's really it. I don't know what they did. Where did you find this thing? Chandelin in an alleyway. I don't like being lied to, little mouse. I'm not lying to you. You know something. He jumps off of your hand. And just scurries back up to Astra. I'm not going to react. I'm just going to watch with squinted eyes. I don't trust that thing. Just going to there, there, oystrich. And yeah, I was I was a, an apprentice under this awful sorcerer. And um, they she just wanted to do awful things what to kind oystrich. Of thing? And so it well, was. Well, he was... He was captured by her, and she planned to use Oystrich as a vessel and enchant him with mystical abilities. And no one thought to bring that up. I mean, I, I thought that I saved him. 
But I guess that some of the enchantment worked. It must have. This is no normal mouse, and I do not trust it. Well, he did give I'm, us a well, warning. He, he's just a vessel, though. He's not. There's nothing wrong with Oystrich. Well, we didn't know that he was that, and we don't know what else he is. I'm going to cross my arms in frustration. I don't see why you guys don't see this. If anything, I feel like we can see how he could be useful. I'm going to roll my eyes. I watch him roll his eyes, and I don't bat an eye. <laughs> so, okay. So this skeleton in this room was wearing robes. Yes, just black, black robes. robes, like mm-hmm. everybody else. I can assume that's the man for my vision. Probably, yes. Okay. And it, he, he's, the skeleton said he was a Rodanian soldier? Yes. Rodana and Mithran are on the same continent, right? They are both on Solaria, yes. But... Historically, you know, um, that actually, Felomir and Doroth, you both know historically that at the time of the Equilibrium, Rodana was on a conquest to take over Mithran and Andrin on that side of the continent. They had just taken Andrin and had moved most of their offensive forces into Mithran, which is when Heltron gave Hanet power as guardian to and then Hanet used it to cover Mithron in darkness and make it his home. And that's how the army disappeared. And that's how the Rodanian army disappeared. And he's a remnant and he so, was like stuck between life and death. Somehow he has gotten out of Mithron apparently. So how in the world did a Rodanian soldier who presumably died to this darkness or was just lost in the darkness. Lost in it? So, 700 yeah, okay. years ago. Yeah, you're right. Somehow ended up in this temple? Well, didn't he say he did so with the key? He was searching for the key because life wasn't life and he couldn't get to death. How did he get here? He, he found the key. And well, I know, but left. how did he... What? How does that work? Well, what does the key do? I don't... That's what I'm asking. Maybe, maybe it makes him teleport. That's something you magic people do. I'm going to detect magic. Okay. On the the, the the key of Kilnar. It's definitely magical. What school? Evocation. What about Oystrich? Is Oystrich magical? Not right now. This fucking guy. Bullshit. Give me an arcana check, Felomir. Why bother? <laughs> Eight. I'll do an arcana check. All right. Ten. Velomir, you have difficulty with it, understanding it, just looking at it. But after he does say out loud that it's evocation, Doroth, you kind of look at it from a distance. And you notice that it looks like a shard you've seen before, but just not green. You've seen a white one before that's a lot like that kind of crystal. And it, like the wizard used it, that you, the wizard that you saw using it, just used it as like a light cantrip. It looks like a... Light crystal I've seen before, but it's different. So it's just light? It just gets brighter? Well, contrasting from darkness, it's not just light. Do you think that I could take it into the darkness? Ooh. Hmm. But you couldn't go back in, could you? None of us could. True. What if we need the key? 
I don't have the answers to these questions. Well, we should probably try. We can. I mean, what else are we doing? I would I would say that we either further explore because we're not finished here or at the least we could maybe go back to the last pit we saw and maybe just dip in with it and see if it does anything. I w- I wouldn't say we go all the way back to the beginning right now though. What the actual fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, a cat has jumped unceremoniously onto the table. Like, we're not doing a thing here. Really? I don't even think we know this cat. Whose cat Who's is this? Cat? Who's ca- <laughs> I'm going to speak with Small Beast. He's not bad. There you go. She just doesn't give a shit. I think that we should keep exploring and see if we find something else. I mean, we, yeah, we might just find more of, uh, I guess, the darkness or the ichor, whatever we want to call it. Might as well go see. Did you guys ever figure out what was going on with that mirror? No. 